Hello and welcome again to From Christian to Christlam. This is episode two, and again, this is uh, Chris Austria. Episode two, I will cover the um, the ceremony for my conversion to Islam, which happened last Friday. And um, at the same time, I'm also gonna talk a little bit about how everything went during the first week. Which is yeah, first week today. Talk about what I went through, you know, if there's any changes and so on and so forth. So I hope that you stick around and uh, listen to what I'm about to say. Okay, so let's get started now. So what happened on January first, as I indicated on uh, my first episode was the uh, official conversion of um, going into the uh, religion of uh, Islam and um, it's 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 strange that during that day it was actually there was a snowstorm uh, that just started you know we were worried the day before if you know, we were going to push through it because there was a, a snowstorm. And certainly I didn't want to put anyone in danger who will attend the um, the ceremony. Uh, but uh, I, I, I feel so overwhelmed with gratitude because everyone who uh, promised and committed to being there was there. And obviously it was a very small um, gathering, small ceremony because of, of covid uh, but uh, it was clear the most important people in my life were there. Uh, I am so happy. I, I think that made everything even um, worth it um, because seeing my, my loved ones were there. Uh, my wife, Lucille, was there. My children, BJ, Joanna, uh, Benito, Nikki, and uh, CJ, and uh, Joanna, uh, Joanna's um, husband, James, and... Uh, BJ's wife um, Jane, and then their friend Amy, and then obviously my grandchildren um, Luna, Amina, and Lupin were there as well. Um, my sister-in-law Alice and her husband uh, Lance, um, and uh, obviously my very good friend and mentor in this path towards Islam, Ali and his family Meltem and his children. Ahmet and Aishigo. So they were all there. And it felt kind of strange because I'm not really used to uh, being in a ceremony where I am the center of um, attraction, so to speak. I, I'm not used to that. I'm, I'm more like an angler, you know, kind of part of the, the group, uh, but not really the person who is at the center of this whole thing. So uh, when we got there, it was again another strange thing because I was the last one who um, basically got there. I think everyone was already there and ready. Um, we had we had a meal first, um, you know, all prepared by my friend um, Ali. We had a meal first, and then we went through the ceremony. The ceremony was was beautiful. Uh, Ali did this PowerPoint and actually did kind of a lecture being a professor and teacher himself. It was very educational. I, I think he was able to communicate um, in such a succinct manner what it is like to be a Muslim. Um, and 
you know, obviously my my families were engaged in listening to it. And then um, we got I got gifts, um, wonderful gifts from the Turkish community, um, you know, and um, from I also got a surprise greeting from um, basketball player Enes Kanter. Um, and that was also a um, something that is you know surprising I was really surprised and I was I was taken aback um, so we were in this ceremony in this beautiful place at the Turkish Cultural Center um, and you know as we look around with all the words of Allah on the on the walls and the architecture and the designs um, all this stuff are beautifully uh, exported from or imported rather from from Turkey, it was a a perfect setting, and I'll I'll go into that later on in other episodes. Why, uh, to me, uh, having this ceremony at the Turkish Cultural Center is symbolic, and it was appropriate. I'll get that. I'll get into that later on in other episodes. But anyway, you know, it was certainly uh, spiritual. Um, I, I could not really explain it. It was very difficult to explain how I felt right when um, I was very anxious. I was nervous. Um, you know, my my youngest CJ keeps saying, "Oh my goodness!" You know, I've never seen Daddy this nervous because I was nervous. Usually, I'm never nervous in going in front of people uh, in events. I, I get a little anxious a little bit, but basically, this I was very very nervous. Um, you know, I even, we left, and imagine this, it was a snowstorm, we left, and then two minutes into the drive, I forgot, I just realized I forgot my wallet, so we had to go back uh, to the house again and, and get my wallet, because I was the one who was driving. So all that process and stuff, but, you know, the whole time with all the stuff, me forgetting things and all this stuff, you know, normally I would be all stressed out, but I was so focused on my nervousness, I was so focused in my conversion that that didn't even stress me. Um, but uh, again, when, when it did happen, um, you know, I, I was describing how I felt because, you know, the kids and Lucille were asking how I felt at that moment. And like an hour later, um, I actually felt like, you know, if, if you've experienced drinking before, it's it's a time when you're not totally drunk uh, and, you know, but you just ha- you haven't started drinking. So it's like you're buzzing big time. So it's this feel of euphoria and elation. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, again, ironic that I'm explaining this about, you know, my feeling about drinking because it's, it's haram, right? Um, but that's, that's how I felt. I, I felt euphoric. I felt very euphoric. Um, it seemed like, um, you know, this burden was lifted off my shoulders. And obviously, uh, the problems did not go away. The, you know, the earthly practical problems are still there. Uh, they didn't go away. They still haven't been solved. The daily grind of living is still there. But I have a different perspective. So, you know, that is the part where I kind of had like a, a relief and a release. Uh, and I, I guess the best part too is when, after I, you know, announced my uh, my submission 
to Allah, submit myself to Allah, believe in Him, and believe in the, the Messenger, uh, Muhammad, peace be upon him, as his messenger and, and servant. After I did that, and um, my friend uh, Ali said, welcome to Islam, and everybody clapped. And the best part, really, really, the best part is when Lucille got up and gave me a hug. Uh, I, I think, you know, I, it's, it's that acceptance. And then looking around, looking at my children, that the fact that they're very supportive of, of this for me, of this move, is I can't even describe it. I, it's you, you know when you're you're loved unconditionally, and that people what they really mean is we're here to support you without any conditions, and that's what I received. That's what I got uh, that day, and that, that's huge, you know. So unfortunately, there there were still some people missing um, because of of COVID. Uh, my my sisters and their husbands could not make it because of of COVID. Both of my sisters are high risk, um, you know, with their phys- uh, physical condition. Um, and one thing that I still haven't done um, is, you know, I have not told my mom yet of what I've done. Uh, because my mom is a devout Catholic, and I'm trying to find the best opportunity for me to do so, so that I won't hurt her, um, that I can explain this to her. So I'm I'm not there yet, um, you know. But again, it, it's one of those things that is left unsettled, that which I need to do is, is to explain to her. Uh, but other than that, uh, it was a wonderful ceremony. Um, and thankfully, I was able to share it with the, the people that re- really mattered. And now, you know, the steps to being a good Muslim began at that very second when I s- submitted myself to Allah. Um, so, and you know, we're going to take a little break here. I'm, I'm going to play the, the Fatiha which the prayer that I do five times a day. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about how my week went, my week one, how it went being a Muslim, and if there are any, you know, changes in my lifestyle, um, you know, tangible changes. So um, hopefully you can come back, all right? الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين. Welcome back. This is uh, Chris Austria again, and you are listening to my podcast from Christian to Chrislam. So now I'm about to talk about how my week went. My very first week of being a Muslim. Um, so one of the things that I, I really worried about 
uh, is the the daily routine of um, be, being a, a good a good Muslim. Um, because for me, you know, I love routines, but I have lazy routines. My routines typically is just lying around, reading, watching TV, reading. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be inconvenienced. And I know, you know, my my wife knows that, and my children knows that. That I don't like changes, big changes, um, during my day, uh, and I'm kind of set in that way. So being Muslim, this is something, you know, out of so out of character. Uh, so the, the 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 first thing that obviously is very clear, a very clear change in my lifestyle is uh, the prayer, the five-day prayers that I need to do uh, to fulfill my duty in my submission to Allah. Um, and, and the wonderful thing is one of the gifts that um, my friend Ali gave me and his wife is is this alarm clock. And the alarm clock notifies you that, you know, the call to prayer when it's time to pray. And, you know, if you set it up in a loud setting, it's very loud. So in the, in the house, it's there. And everyone in the house literally hears that if it's when it's time for me to pray. Um, so, you know, my, my kids have been very awesome. Uh, CJ, uh, a lot of times, would say, hey, Dad, it's time to pray. And I said, yeah, I know, I have an hour uh, until uh, an hour and a half uh, to do this. I don't have to do it right now. And, and wonderfully, he said, why don't you just do it now? You know, just do it now. Why wait? Um, you know, a couple of times I was at, I was at work and Joanna heard the alarm and she texted me. She said, hey, daddy, it's time to pray. So even Nikki, Nikki is like, uh, I think that's your prayer now. So, you know, it's like a, a team effort. It's a, a very relaxed team effort. Uh, and, you know, there was a challenge. My very first challenge about prayer was uh, Saturday, you know, the very first day of being in Islam. So Lucille and I uh, were at a couple of stores. We were shopping, and it was time for me to pray. And as you know, because of COVID, all the department store dressing rooms were closed. Um, so there's no way. I was trying to look for, I was at the store, uh, Marshalls, uh, trying to look for places to pray, and there was nowhere. Uh, no, well, I mean, I I went to, you know, one of the workers there. I said, is it okay if I just go behind that barricade where you have your dressing rooms and stuff, and so I could just pray? And uh, the person said, no, I don't think I can. Obviously, if I talked to the manager, if I uh, pursued that, they wouldn't let me, right? But, you know, I didn't want to put the, the kid in an awkward situation. So I said, okay, thank you. So we went to Nordstrom Rack, and the same thing, you know, I, I was running out of time. I, I was just looking around where I could do this. Uh, one of the options that Lucille said is, you know, why don't we just, um, you could do it in the bathroom, but the bathroom was obviously, it's, it's disgusting. Um, so she said, should we go home? I said, no, you know, we're here. Uh, we're not going home. So at Nordstrom Rack, I actually looked around and I found a place. It's near the staff room and in between the staff room and the bathroom. I saw a couple of workers and I asked them if I could pray uh, in the corner. And they said, yes, go ahead. So I did. I, I prayed, um, you know, obviously very awkwardly because I'm not, I haven't memorized the, the Fatiha, I haven't memorized the routine yet. Um, I was actually fumbling. 
Um, and, you know, people were walking by looking at me. But the moment I started prayer, before, the moment I started closing my eyes, the moment I said, Allah Akbar, you know, it, it is as if everything just went away. Um, the one thing I can describe is when I'm playing basketball or when I'm playing tennis, when I'm in the moment, I could care less. It doesn't really matter. I don't hear anyone. I'm so focused on what I'm doing that I shut out everything uh, that's happening around me. Uh, I was in a zone, pretty much. I was in a zone. So that happened. Um, you know, I could have just told Lucille, yeah, let's go home so I can pray at home in private, or uh, I heard that you can do it in the car. But at the same time, you know, I, I just, the, file, the day before, I just submitted myself to Allah. Uh, and, uh, you know, accepted him as my master. And the very first opportunity, uh, the very first test, really, uh, you know, if I didn't pray and I come up with this excuse, then I've already failed. And I know my friend Ali um, said that, you know, I'm exempted for a lot of this stuff because I'm just learning. Uh, but I get it. That's not the point. Uh, I think you put out, you're given a test and it's that test that what do you do now? Uh, if you can't stand up to your faith, you can't stand up to s something little with this, then what are you gonna do when the big test comes in, right? So I was glad I did that. Um, and throughout the week, we've been, uh, Lucille and I have been finding ways for me to, you know, make my prayer easily. Because again, like in the Quran, it says, you know, Allah doesn't, set out things to make your life difficult um you know it's supposed to your life on earth is supposed to be uh um, you know a place where you can function and have an easy life uh you know allah wants you to follow uh his rules as, as easier as as possible right um so you know i was able to do that and it's a lot easier here at work um because there is a, a prayer room with that um, you know and that this week I think I didn't really feel a burden uh, of of the whole thing and I, I know the test is gonna later come uh, secondly it's when it comes to the food I thought I was gonna struggle with it but you know didn't really seem uh, that big of a deal now um, again you know, the, the kids and Lucille have been very supportive. I haven't even asked them to do anything special, but I think in their own way, they're trying to get out of, uh, go out of their way to, to accommodate me uh, in, in terms of how to prepare food and, and, and stuff. So that has, has been making my, my transition a lot easier, right? Um, I, I think one of the most important thing also, that's why this thing becomes easier, because I have a mentor. Uh, I have certainly a coach with my friend Ali and his wife Meltem. I'm being mentored by them uh, in terms of teaching me a lot of the stuff that uh, good Muslims uh, need to do. And, you know, Ali has provided me with a bunch of books. So I've been consuming so many stuff, uh, reading constantly, reading about the Quran, reading these books that... Um, you know, especially uh, books from Gulan. I've been reading about that. Um, been listening to Numan Ali Khan. Um, and this guy is just awesome. 
um, you know, the way he explains the Quran in such practical sense, uh, and it makes sense. Uh, it makes sense to me at least. Um, the way even the books that I read uh, from Gulan uh, also it, it, they make sense um, in, in terms of how to live your life uh, on this earth, uh, and you know, going through the trials and problems of this world and at the same time following the the will of Allah so you know I, I thought again in, in kind of close this up I thought I was gonna have a tough time this week you know kind of like a withdrawal process kind of thing when you win, go into something new you kind of have a withdrawal but that's not happening um, what is happening though is that you know <laughs> There's certainly a change that's going, uh, ha that's happening internally, uh, emotionally, and intellectually uh, with me, uh, which I, I will eventually share with you guys uh, because I, I need to sort them out first uh, and what's going on. You know, I've, I've already, uh, obviously, I, because she's my wife, I've already told Lucille uh, what, what's going on, but I need to sort this out to really see um, what's going on because it is a change that, that is happening um, so anyway I, I hope that uh, next time when we come back to uh, episode 3 um, you know I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about more in terms of my week 2 and uh, certain things that uh, come up as I navigate uh, myself through this path of becoming a good Muslim alright thank you for listening and um Hope that you guys have a wonderful week and a wonderful day. Bye-bye now.